is now. Capital 263. Yeah! What up, what up, what up? How you doing? Welcome to 99 The Other Guys and Figuring Out Adulthood in 30 or so minutes, which might actually be 30 or so minutes today, by the way. But maybe not. Nope. Because <laughs> never gonna work. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this particular podcast and listening to the past particular podcast if you listen to it. If you haven't, then I don't know what you are waiting for. You should go listen to it. And if you're new here, welcome. If you're old here, thank you for coming back. I want to give a big shout out to Mike today now mike is one of the listeners of the podcast and i'm always shocked uh whenever he he sends like commentary on whatever the podcast would have said he's empathized a lot with nigel His name is mike morenji i don't even know which part of the world he's in but you know he's he's, he's, a, he's one of our my favorite listeners so shout out to you mike and uh keep listening to us he complained that all the episodes he listens to are dropped at the end of the week so you know maybe we should go back to our monday drop day but the way the weekends get set up kind of difficult today on the show i have my best friend best friend i'm saying best friend because i think that he is not best friending well maybe i'm not best friending well as well because it's something that happens but you know maybe it's not the podcast we're going to talk about it but it's not best friend well and imagine but then also flaked on him as also well, it's even archie how you doing i'm good man i'm good shy it's, it's- I think it's the adulting affecting the best friending. Yes, yes, yes. It's not, it's not an excuse though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. How are you? How was the week? The week was great. Um, Archie and his lovely, lovely, lovely significant other took me out for dinner this this this, this week. It was great. Um, I had this cake. He fillets, fillet, fillets, rice, and guys. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm a um, it was really dope. They took me out for dinner and, and it was really nice. Um, I love them, man. They, they look great together. They're awesome people. Um, so yes, I ate free food. I was such a girl. I love free food. <laughs> so. but on, 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 on I didn't, didn't even do the hazy, but didn't even hesitate to nah. pull out your car. Nah, no, we ain't going to do that. No, no. Listen, because... <laughs> when, <laughs> no, because you... Because you you guys didn't, you know what, you hesitate when you feel shy. No, not with Archie and his, and his girl. I ain't going to feel shy. If you're going to pay, you're going to pay. Since <laughs> we invited you. Mm. Um, so that, that's pretty dope. How's been your week? It was good. It was good. Uh, I, yeah, work has gotten a lot better for me than it was last year. Mm-hmm. So the weeks, the weeks are a lot better. I have, I have some personal stresses, but I'll probably talk about it like after like May, June, yeah. and that's how I'm like, yo, guys, shit, it was bad, it was bad, mm. but you know, I'm moving out alive here. Eh. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. I appreciate- Do you have any good news? Anything nice happened this week? I mean, some something nice did happen this week, but I don't, I don't like. I really don't like sharing that type of information sometimes. It's like, like. <laughs> All I know. And I understand you're not wanting to sort of share that sort of information because there are a lot of things. There are some people going to be like, what? So what? We've been having it. And there are going to be people like, eh, um, but for me, like, it would have been, if like, if I was a listener who didn't hang out with you, it would be nice because a lot of people listen and they follow your story and they hear so much of the things that happen in your life. Okay. So they'd be like, ah, you know what? This joke or 
this part of the joke is gonna end. Oh, whatever. But I understand. Okay. I understand. okay so, so let me. Yeah, might as well share it, right? So, um, for all those who didn't who 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 didn't know this, I I had not had a I didn't own a vehicle until like <gasps> like five days ago. <laughs> so so I got myself a new car. Um, the car that I actually wanted, and it's lovely. So the reason why Archie and his significant other had taken me out to dinner was to celebrate. See, I have got bougie friends. They take you out to dinner to celebrate. Not really. Don't go to my Korogoro in the end day. They'll be like, now nah, we out here. We're going to celebrate you. So, you know, took the car for a spin and had so much fun. And the thing is, they knew that I was in the process of getting it. So it was super cool. So now that means I can now do the shindigs that Miri asks us to do all the time. Um, and fun fact, I had not jumped into a combi ever since I came back in January, in February, 2020. You had a full year getting into a combi. Yes, because I was like, first of all, COVID, second of all, hi, Haitian, you know, and then all the girls that I... It's weird though, that mm. that you're going to come back and spend the whole year not going into combis because I mean, I'm coming from the diaspora. I can't be this guy outside of COVID, but you're coming from economies where things are so fire that public transportation is almost better than wasting money buying a car. That is true. But one of the reasons why I didn't go into a combi was because I am promoting VIA, which I use very frequently, uh, which I used very frequently. And I just found it much easier. Pardon? Now we're going to lose your money. I mean, I will always, I, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it's actually pretty depressing because you also don't drink anymore, haven't drank for years. Yes. So I can't even be like, it's okay when I, like when you then go drinking, make sure to use us then, which is something I do. If I drink sometimes, I'll pack it then it's fine. And I mean, I mean with you, Sharp. Right? No, but the thing is like, I get vile for people. Like when someone needs mm-hmm. to go to someplace, I just, you know, get the via to pick them up. And I really, I really like how the, I don't know, the training you guys do for via drivers is pretty cool because I haven't met a rude via driver. And I really like that. I really like that about them. And I remember jumping into the, the electric car one that was pretty cool. Like they had the whole like cover thing and the, the chick was really nice. Yeah. So that's your cool doesn't get to the other side or vice versa or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, via drivers are always cool. And yeah, like, shout out to, I, they should pay for this. Yeah, but shout out, no, but I, I'm going to be honest, like, quite as kept. Uh, via, for those who are outside and just got used to using the Uber system, via is just as effective. Like, outside the fact that network sometimes dips and stuff, but those guys are very responsive. They will call you, they'll grab you, and, you know, they'll take you where you need to go to. So shout out to Via, man. But, you know, it's over for me and Via now. <laughs> now it's like fuel yep. problems. <laughs> and while you're celebrating, sorry, I know I'm delaying us getting into the podcast. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be able to not just be like, yes, I finally bought a car, mm-hmm. but the car that you wanted like not even like okay guys i need to start driving so okay i'll get uh i'll get like a a, a bit to start me off and then you know after some time i'll i'll, I'll swap and talk but I actually be like okay so this is the car one and then to go out and get that exact car that you want it's a pretty good feeling you said something the night we wanted to didn't you were like oh no one of the things i've realized about you is you've got the ability to wait to wait for the thing that you actually want Right, I was like, "Wow, I should look at you knowing me like that." But then again, you've known me since two thousand and freaking five, so yeah. <laughs> so, no, the the thing about it is, I'm not a 
I'm not good at being a Harare boy. The swap and top, like I'm not good at that. I'm I'm your I'm your square guy. I, I'm not I'm not as street smart. Like okay, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna top up. I hate the struggle. I hate the the all that. So what's nice about it is that I really am proud of what I own. I think one of the biggest problems is when you want certain approval from people. Like like I, I kind of hate it. And it, it, it goes for a lot of different things when you want to get validation from people for something that you actually want, which again, sometimes, mm-hmm. and I looked at it, like if it gets into relationships sometimes, I don't know if that's the reason why guys ask, like, I've got a girl, then like, let's see her. And then you're like, okay, what do you want to see? Don't you just know, happy that I'm happy? Or, or, or maybe exactly. they just want to see because, but one of the things I'm trying to unlearn, even just taking this car as an example is, I like what I like and I shouldn't care about whatever anyone else thinks about why I like, what I like, why I like, which is one of the things I really think is cool about you, right? Like you are very unapologetic about the things that you smirk for. And I feel like I've always been a fan of watching that from back in the day. Guys, Archie used to have jeans that were so ripped when we were in college and he ripped them on his own. He looked like your quintessential hippie. Yeah. Oh God. You ripped him with a razor. Like it, but then he was unapologetically him. And I think I was more of the, the scared guy to really show myself out, except for things that I know that everyone would be like cool with. You know, like, oh, there's a great debater. We all call cool that. But like Onai is, I don't know. Into hentai? Yeah, I'm not into hentai. I'm not into hentai. But anyway, so so yes, that's I don't know if that answers your question. This is this is the most personal I think I've gotten on this podcast, actually. Which is weird since it's your show, but yes. It's good. Congratulations. How do you feel about your best friend buying a car? How do you feel? Uh, I'm very happy for you because there are there are certain items attached to it. Also, hopefully we get to see each other a little bit more. Sure. I mean, with, with the writing, they had to move out of out of the CBD and stuff, stuff. So we get to see each other a lot less. So now, now you can plan a lot better, guys. This, this is me, Kwakati, Tafwe, whatever. And, you know, hopefully it's, it's doable. Of course, as we're adulting, there's also a lot of things. You know, sometimes you want to meet the other person's got meetings, but things that are happening. So that can be a little depressing, but I'm very happy for you. I'm sure my mom's going to be happy for you. I should tell her. Before she listens to the podcast, mom listens to the podcast. Yeah, Shout out, mom. Yep. Uh, I remember when she first told me uh, when she first when she first told me I did like I did like a proper rewind of all all the issues <laughs> said on the podcast. Like, what have I said? Have Have I ever said anything about bringing a girl to the house? Yeah. Um. Anything, but you know. Uh, it, it, it's so nice. I think she listens to support and in her words to also sort of understand uh, some of the things because I guess there's a lot of things weirdly with, with millennials can't tell your parent, but you can come and throw in a podcast. And, um, which is, yeah. Yeah. Something, something that my ex actually said recently, she said like, you know what? I think one of the problems, Oh, she said one of the problems in, in our relationships, I feel like we're too diplomatic with each other in terms of like I think we're all trying to be really nice and not being toxic then she's like I get to learn more about you on the podcast right I'm like check yeah. if you're getting to learn more about me on the podcast you should hear me like talking to Archie off the podcast <laughs> where I get really really 
where I get really, really like crazy, but you know, it is what it but, is. But but I guess that's actually very possible because you are one of the biggest diplomats when, when you get into relationships. Um I've known you not not to say what you don't like, which which is so weird, especially if it starts happening after you've already started dating. I think if it's one of those things that happens in a conversation before you start dating the person, you can say. But once you're like dating and you're committed to a person, you 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 don't. I, I don't just like, become closed off. No, I, I I want that's the one thing I'm trying to unlearn as I meet whoever I meet. Um, the one girl who's gone. Do you know what I'm really like? Kind of like in my head, kind of counting down. Who's the first girl who's gonna put her feet on the dashboard? <laughs> I don't know why it's like a thought. <laughs> Who's gonna be so comfortable? Yeah. Like, oh, it's gonna be, be, be dangerous. Like I don't know, but yeah. I don't know gonna... boy. I'm I'm mm. giving Harada boy vibes. I hope it's a Bulawayo chick though. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I hope that's not a hint. No, it's not a hint. Oh, oh, is it? I don't know. No, no, no. Listen, I, like I don't know. I feel like I owe Bulawayo women so much. Is they the women who raised me? <laughs> what did they? Oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what, what I'm trying to say is, I think one of the things I want to unlearn, and I don't know how many of our listeners have this issue, where um, you don't speak your mind early because you know if you do, this girl might start seeing you a little different because there's like so many expectations, especially for a person like me. Who's, I feel like I kind of teeter around being a kind of like a feminist progressive dude, but I have got some very super guy principles and guy like, I'm, I'm a super dude about this. And I think... I have always kind of felt guilty for the mm. things that men do to women that I want to make up for it for all the women that I meet. And I think in the process, I kind of lose some originality of just being a regular guy. Like, you know, I, I'm a regular guy. And there's certain things that I like. I, like, I won't ask you if you can cook, but it would be great if you can. But here's the thing. I cook too. At least I try to learn how to. But you know, when it comes out, it sounds like you're trying to be like, oh, if you can't cook, you're not a good enough woman. But it, like, it's great to have someone I, who can I, cook around you, you know what I mean? I feel like how you actually said it was, it's okay if you can't cook, when in actual fact, you would prefer someone who can cook. Your statement actually sounded like, that's that's what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to be like, yo, I don't cook at all. If I cook, we all end up in the hospital. So I need someone who can cook. I understand there are a lot of things that people want to be like, hey, gender roles, hey, we need to unwind, hey, so unfair. And in any there's some gender roles I don't mind uh, undoing. I don't mind. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind helping out with the laundry if we have a washing machine. I don't mind helping it's just, out. It's just throwing it in the washing machine, really. Yes, but th- that is the scenario where I don't mind helping. So if, 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 if we don't have one year, I'm not washing. And, oh, you know... Obviously, I've, I've, I've always washed for myself. I know about it, but those are things that I can't do. But at the same time, I'm I'm not going to be like, yo, baby, that's no problem. We don't change the light. Yeah, fam. Like, that's your job. Yeah, like, I just feel like, I feel like, yes, people complain a lot about gender roles and whatnot. I am fine with most of them, if not all of them. Like, I feel like there's a so, so there's, there's a certain balance we bring and less confusion within relationships rather than you go in saying no I'm not strict on gender rules and then now you don't know who is responsible for what in the relationship because it could have been each of you. You know I want to agree with you and add on the point to say like you want me to unlearn certain gender roles which I've already been taught already 
Now, it's, it's, it's not an efficient system because sadly, you can say we've been socialized to do this. Yeah, so what? Here we are. I've been socialized to take care of like rent and food and groceries and like to be the provider. And you've been socialized to be the home builder. Here we are. What do we do now? Do we unlearn and have a non-efficient running home for the next five years until we unsocialize ourselves and relearn? Or do we, like any other normally functioning team, each and every person has roles? Maybe we don't like how we were given the roles. We could change it for our kids, right? Like, and then we unsocialize them and teach them that, you know, general roles can be as fluid as, you know, anything else. That's just, no. But like, for me, the thing is, I just don't... Hey, society is society. It is what it is. But I don't know if many girls would then agree to say that when it comes to these gender roles, why do you guys have such a problem with taking our roles? Like, why can't you just learn to do it on your own? You used to do the laundry before when you were in boarding school. What has changed now? Do you not have hands? Do you not have I have you. I feel like if, if we're going to go really into undoing gender roles, mm. if women really want to undo gender roles, where they can start as they enter into marriage is by refusing their parents the opportunity to accept the one. They start there, they say no, there will be no law as far as I am concerned. Then we can we, we can start saying talk in terms of gender roles. Because you can't you can't you can't expect that Lobola to, to be there and then I have to come in and then okay, that's it is zero my gender roles. I've I've already given into one of the biggest ones. I'm not uh, like this this may come off as commodifying women. But if somebody put a price on it, it's a commodity. And I'm not the one who put a price on it. It's your parents. Damn. I, I, I don't even know if, if Lovola done properly is commodifying women. I, I, I'm very uncomfortable with that. I just kind of feel like it's just, it's just, it's just culture, dog. Like, but then again, I'm a guy, so, you know, it's very different. No, no, no. If it's done properly, like, like Lovola done properly is, 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 I think, perfect. I think it's perfect. But how, I think it's perfect too. How, how often is it done properly? But how often like, isn't it done properly? I actually think the um, the people who complain about Lobola, like people are getting married for crying out loud. Let's be honest. It's the loud mm-hmm. minority. Yes, we do have people who are people. But most of the Lobolas I hear now, you go with your 2.5 and it works. Three grand and it's okay. Like they may charge a young 10K, but you will drop 3K and you'll take the chick home. <laughs> Yo, my niggas, this is what I came with. But for me, it's it's more around the done properly is not around the, the pricing. Mm. It's around if you talk to a lot more people in South African culture, I'm not sure if it's Zulu or Soto, but mm. in South Africa, you learn Kuti, is what is then used to sort of fund the the the, the wedding. Ha. But ha. in Zim? Ha. Exactly. I, I, I was talking to our mutual friend yes. and, uh, mm. from here in the compound from, and the, the other from day. within the community. Yeah. Uh, the, so he was telling me how he had a friend who was, who was charged um, 10K, mm-hmm. uh, but this was like three, three, three or four years ago. He was charged 10K uh, in, in Rora. Mm. And that was a lot. And then when when he was like, okay, go to Kumbrom chat, they were like, another 2k on top for the and wedding wedding for the white wedding Yo. just give me permission to have it gotta be kidding so it's 12k and 
And like, they chema chema, ah, guys, this is, he paid, but he was like, ah, guys, ah, guys, this, this doesn't work. And then, you know, um, usually, when people roar kunana machine, but you know, the machine community will gift, will gift like no other, yeah. like, you go, like, like most people say, if, if, if it's machine, they'll charge you 10K, you go there, you drop your 10K, they'll gift you 20K worth of stuff at the, the wedding. Yes. And really show you good shot, bro. We don't care about your money. Mm-hmm. But this guy was like, for that dude at the wedding, their gift, no household items, no stove, no fridge, no tea, no tea, mm-hmm. just to pay cash. Wow. So they just gave him back the permission to roar, to, to, to wed. To wed and didn't contribute to the wedding. Like, it was just that. So I, 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 I sort of understand why people people didn't get mad. But I feel like if 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 I take it back to gender roles, this is where some of them start. Mm. And yes, women are like, hey, why don't you guys want to take hours? It's because I don't think they want to take hours too. If we're both no, sitting no. in the house, let's be honest, they don't. They, 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 hey. Like if we're both sitting in the house, does she want to go outside and hear what that noise was? It won't even make sense. And you know, here's the funny part. There was this tweet. I think I told you about this tweet that I saw uh, where these chicks were like, guys, I want to tell you like how to put on your mask and then have the lipstick not stick on it. Okay, all the guys gone. Guys, I'm so tired of being this independent. How are you guys going on about this? And there was a whole thread where the girls were like, I'm so tired of spending my own money. I know this independent life is like what we want, but age, I really hate spending my own money. I want someone to like spend money on me. And, and that's it. And, and in my head, I just thought as a guy, I will never have the luxury to say that. I can never like as, as a man now, like once you're done with school, you've got no one to save you besides God. But like on this earth, a girl won't save you financially. Like she can get to a point where she's like, you know what? I'm tired. Like I, I can go out there and someone can spend on me and they'll feel like it's their duty. Me? Nobody. Like it's me and me. But, but we, we do also need to shout out to the women who do go across the fold and help their dudes out and carry households and, and those, those. the ones that's the type of girl that, like, I know I didn't say it in the last podcast, but I want a girl to bring to the table. I need a girl, I would like a girl who is able to be adaptable to, to help the household in that way. Because when it's now her and me, it's now us. It's no longer like, there's no I in team, you know what I mean? That type of vibe. And, and I, think, I think our generation of parents, a lot of the women were like that, actually. Like, the women are the ones who actually carried on the gender roles that men took up. But they never tweeted about it or just made it like, you know, you, you knew beings want to tweet about it and all that. You know what I mean? Right, but isn't it because they didn't have it? Though, this whole tweet about it should segue into the first thing you want to talk about. Yes. So let's, let's get into what, about a week ago now? I don't know. Let's, let's get into about a week ago. About a week ago, week ago. Right, take us through about a week ago, Archie. What are we starting with? All right, uh, so there's a couple of tweets that you shared with me that we need to discuss. Yep. So the first one is by uh, Tatenda Aaron Memberi. Yep. Uh, so weird, like, I worked with this guy in the call center. He used to dress so well, bruh. Like, and he still does. Yeah, he's a Okay. 
Uh, so his tweet is, I had a meeting with one of the managing directors of the leading company in Zim. He said, open quotes, I don't trust the generation that's coming up these days. They are a picture in brackets, Twitter, Gram, FB, generation with little to offer if you entrust them with work. Mm. Then close quotes, my heart sank. So that's what he tweeted. Um, I'll just read the other one that you shared. Uh, it's by Hwasinyati. Shout out uh, to wait, 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 wait. He's a Shevening alumni, I think the year before me. So shout out to all the Sheveners listening to the show. Shout out to Khosinyati. Bulawa, your stand up. Okay, you can keep it going. You know, like you Shevening people, you're like, you're like, or like, like people from Milton High School. Bro, okay, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Khosinyati <laughs> said, uh, most youth in Zimbabwe have not embraced the culture of hard work and the principle that hard work and honest work pays. Uh, that is from the National Development Strategy, page 184. That is saddening. Uh, someone responded to him. His name is Sebastian ZW. He says, it's a generational sport. Our generation has seen opportunities that require hard work to evaporate, while opportunities that do not require honesty mushroom every day. We need to change the youth mindset and narrative to resuscitate the sacred culture of honesty and hard work. Onai, what do you think? I think that I'm going to start with the second tweet uh, because I think you had a really poignant, poignant, poignant point on the first one. I don't like it when the people who are in charge of doing an evaluation on us Tell us that we do not understand the value of hard work when we have never had an enabling environment for us to work hard and be successful at it, right? So basically they're saying most likely we, we are lazy, we like taking bribes, we like, you know, all these different things, right? Like we, we are not used to hard work. You don't just grow up thinking hard work. You need to be grandmothered, grandfathered into the idea of hard work. Now, which people are being corrupt? Zinara, head, blah, blah, blah. It's older people, right? Which, how many times have all these people in high offices been corrupt? These are not young people, right? These are people who are mm. showing us that not working hard can get you here. So you're able to actually just, you know, get to the top without working hard. And then the second thing is that they provide the what opportunities for you not to have to work hard and do things, you know, dodgily. So for them to say that we have not yet embraced the culture of hard work, we try to work hard, but you guys are the ones who are taking bribes at freaking, uh, it's all these old dudes at VID who take bribes. It's not young people, right? It's, it's, it's them. So I think it's very unfair for them to talk about the young people without creating an enabling environment for us to do it. Like, where, how? I do, I, I feel like us not working hard, if it in, indeed is true, is symptomatic of the environment that we live in. Yes, I now know, like, many people will tell me, like, you know, like, getting plates for this car. Like, I, I, I'm not going to go the, the shortcut route, right? It's funny because we all know that you can pay 150 bucks, 300, and you get your plates done quickly. And yet, there is... You can go... Pardon? Like a uh, cute story. I know I know someone who I know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who may have paid for the shortcut route and still doesn't have paid. You see, and then you tell me that I don't embrace the culture of hard work. Like the, the some of the people in these like official offices are corrupt. I just don't think that. So. But I do see though that young people, because we are not used to it. 
how can we learn to do something that we have not been shown to work? Like, I believe that hard work will pay, but in Zim, it's not enough, sadly, because not because people don't work hard, it's just the environment sucks. I don't know. What do you think? Um, but I'll I will, start with. I will keep working hard, bro. Like I'm, I'm not saying this gives you a license to be corrupt or do things that are stupid. Yeah. I'm just saying that for them to say that in the national development strategy they not take accountability for the environment that they've created for hard work not to be able to pay is utter rubbish. That's what I think. But yes, that is true. Um, I'll start by the Tatenda Mbere um, tweet, um, mostly because I think it's slightly unrelated to the second one, mm. and. I, I feel like that conversation that you had with those with those directors, they are right. But do you know that even the most hardworking of people in our generation are still picture based? They are still Twitter, Gram, and Instagram. Mm. Like we have, we have, like among our friends, we have people like Hastings. Yep. He has worked hard to make to make the life that he wants happen, and it's a good one. Shout out to him. And he's on Twitter and Instagram every other day. Does that make him lazy? No. What those directors, I feel, need to understand, we scare them. We scare them because they don't know how to sell to us. They mm. don't know what products to give us. Mm. And I'm not sure how old this person was, but it was probably the same when the baby boomers were looking at Generation Ima 70s, yeah, the hippies. Mm. They looked at them like, these are lazy guys, nothing's going to come of them. And yet we still got Anna, Anna Steve Jobs from that generation, yeah. Nana Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always just that with the generations, people like different things. And sometimes if we don't understand it, we feel like they're lazy. Like I know it's also generally when we look at our younger brothers' generations, we're like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen? When we're looking at them, just when we were like teens and post-teens and, and getting into working, we look at them like, ah, are these people hardworking? Are they going to work hard? They enjoy different things. They do things differently. But when you really look at it, I feel like they sort of, they work hard in their own way. They then enjoy it in their own way. And they will create solutions for each other that way and still be able to have the successes that these guys have. Of course, like a managing director, there is a certain level of he knows what he's talking about, to what he's saying, but... It could really just be not understanding the, the generation. There are a lot of messed up people, but I, I feel like that that is just uh, an overgeneralization. The world is now social media. And can also to think about social media, which I say. So so should we should should we stop the new generations from liking social media so that we can continue to sell to them the old way? Is is what I'm saying. No. I agree with you. I agree with you totally. And I like the point that you said that they are afraid that they say these things because they are afraid. And I think they say the things because they don't understand, but we do live in a very social media generation. Like our, I, I think the, the generations like after us, the, the, the Gen Z's will probably have a better grip on social media than us guys, because we lived in a time when there wasn't social media. And then now we're living in a time where there is social media. I, I, I want to, I don't know how much productivity or the lack thereof uh, happens or doesn't happen because of our addiction to social media. Because say what you like, right? When you go to work, when people like early morning, someone is on their work desk looking at their Twitter, looking at their Instagram, right? Like, like work Wi-Fi. And I don't know 
if our productivity, even if it's like by one unit, is a little less just because of the time that we like we've got a, a very big addiction. We 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 like touching our phones and 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 scrolling and, and doing all that. Now with TikTok and the younger millennials being on TikTok, just constantly scrolling. I don't know if you're still using your iPhone. But I get that whole thing. Oh, you've been on your phone 21% more times, blah, 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 this week. It makes me feel like, yo, did I spend six hours of my day on my phone today? Because it legit tells you that, like, you've spent an average of six hours on your phone in one day. And I'm just trying to think, could that be something that has led to whatever productivity that they are seeing and comparing to maybe themselves when they were our age, if there's been a dip in that productivity? I worked, I, I worked, I worked at a place when I was in, um, where was I, where was I, where was I? In the UK. Like there's a time when I worked at, oh gosh, I was working as a kitchen porter. So I was doing like dishes and stuff, right? You were not yeah. allowed to be on your phone. And the work there was like super intense. I'm trying to imagine what 10 minutes on my phone and then 10 minutes doing the dishes could have changed everything. Because 10 minutes away from my station would have meant that there were plates that were missing from a wedding. And these guys were not nice. When, when, when you're not like, when you're slacking, they were not nice. With that being said, I was given like an honorary badge for being a very hard worker. Like, you know, I do dishes really well. So when it comes to generals, I can do dishes any day. Okay. But, yeah, but, but, but I'm saying like, I don't know, you are a manager, you have worked on us, you have worked in, in different spaces, right? Do you think that our productivity somehow has decreased because of our addiction and our attachment to social media? Like, really think about it. Like, if, like, this is going to be like a weird angle, but if I really think about it, the productivity that someone is judging you on is, why aren't they going out there and working at a factory? I'm not going to bring up Zim uh, because our economy is fucked, but I'll just say even in a functioning, like, economy, Mm. most of the factories work that was done by 20 men 20 years ago Mm. is being done by five. And an LCD screen. So the the jobs in the areas they deem to be productive have dwindled. But what has grown as an actual industry is peer content entertainment. Okay. Your YouTube, your your like Muniye you kids don't work. Probably looking at their kid and who spends all his time on TikTok or on YouTube doing videos about cars and whatnot. Mm. But how many YouTubers, like, and I'm not even talking about like the super, super big ones, are living the lives that we would want to live as hardworking, like eight hours a day, 45 hours a week type of people. Because it has become like a proper, a proper, proper industry. Like YouTube is willing to pay you to, to put your content up for, for advertising because a lot of people are already spending time there because and now they can make money off this. Look at sites like um, Twitch. Uh, there's another one I was reading up about, but I've forgotten the name, that came up especially during lockdown. Okay. Where, no, not Clubhouse. It was, a, it was a sort of different one, really weird, something that feels silly and like white first world problems sort of thing. But it's it's like, but also clubhouse. But if you if you really look at it, sites like Twitch, Twitch is used mostly by gamers. Mm-hmm. But you see a gamer uh, streaming. He's been streaming for two hours. In the two hours that he's streaming, people subscribe to his channel. 
$83 for a monthly subscription. Munane 5,000 subscribers. I draw in 15,000 a month of people who just want to watch him play his game. Maybe learn and get better at their game. You like they have managed to monetize these things so well. So like unfortunately, these are now legit industries. You can ignore them if you want. You can say people are unproductive, but what would you rather that person does? Maybe the, maybe there's people like us who are consuming. Yeah, um, I think they're talking like, because, like, because yeah. most, most of the people these, these guys are talking about are consumers, like and the sad bit, like you know, the thing about Zim, you've got Musa. Musa Wenko Sisharat is one of the other guys, amazing on TikTok. Like he is, he was telling me how he has people asking for autographs now, and he's got people like truck drivers, truckers like passing him, and then they'd be like, You want this? Like he's got. That going on for you. I mean, shout out if you guys have TikTok, just go to Musa Wenkos. He's amazing. He's dope. And Mona Lisa Chishat. Mona Lisa dropped something really, really fun like this week about her mom and like her being a mom and then her being a daughter and people owing each other money. Another funny one. She's another funny. But here's the thing, right? I would say if someone was to criticize Musa Wenkosi or Mona Lisa Chishato for being on YouTube and Instagram, I'd say that's a wrong critique because those people are actually doing the content creation. They're being good at it. What about the consumers? Right, you you 127 follower people. <laughs> I'm joking. Right. Right. Mo, 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 most most of the consumers also, if you really look at it, are people with really shitty jobs who are working those 45, 50 hours a, a week, and they need a release. Okay, so that's the, that's like, the reason. Yeah. As as in the project, the actual productivity that they're doing is because they have a release. If they didn't have Instagram and social media, they would be like it'd be far much less. That's what you're saying. Like it we is. we need we need it as a people. It's like that's how the generation has moved. We need that release and stuff. Is that what you're saying? I, I feel like we're now just different. I mean, look at look at um if you have any nephews who are like six or younger. Um, any children, sort of that generation. When we grew up, things happened at a certain time. So our demand was often curbed. Cartoons were between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. You would rush home so that you can catch that window of cartoons. Mm-hmm. After that, it was adult TV. There was nothing you could do about it. Yes, sir. Whether you wanted to stay up and do what you couldn't. But now, now, bruh, your five-year-old is going to start kicking and screaming. And because there's so much video on demand, who you are Mr. Baby Shark Papu on the go. Like so until in terms of media or certain things, they can consume it when they want. And we may think things are bad now in terms of the consumer market, your social media, these things, but it's only gonna get worse because these younger people are growing up around it. I hear you. I agree. But I'll ask you about the second mm. tweet. Do you think our generation is got lazy people? Again, no. you, you have, you have, you have, um, like, do you think we've embraced the culture of hard work? You have probably had some hand in hiring of people, seen them, heard them talking interviews and all that. Because my friends are bosses. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so proud of you, by the way. I really like saying it like, oh, my friend, I oh, know he's a manager at so and so and so. Like, I really, I really like saying that. It's, you you are actually a manager at a ZNC, <laughs> at a ZNC um, listed company. Listed. Yeah, it's, it's 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 pretty cool. I mean, when you interview people, I won't lie. 
there's a certain percentage of people who are not on water is going to come into the work environment it's going to be a shitstorm. Like, they're not good. Like, there are people who you who you talk to and you can see, they sort of fit that description in that tweet. But the honest truth is, do you blame, do you blame these guys? I mean, um, graduated in 2013, only started working in 2015 in like an entry-level job minus one. So, I mean, the job I was working was not even entry level in the, like in the company okay. only to get into entry level a year later and and okay luckily through through hard work some ah. opportunities came ah. opportunities don't always come because you're working hard there are lots of opportunities that i have gotten that i feel like came a year too late a year after i've been working hard just what if, if it wasn't for that element of okay Bruh, I deserved, I deserved this. They're not giving it to me, but let me keep working. I could have turned into those guys who stop working and then you don't get it and then the cycle's messed up. But you can't blame people because by the time we were in high school, mm. we were finishing high school. We already had older siblings who, who either had to drop out or whom went into Ukorokos. Mm. <laughs> like when the golden and diamond rushes came through and like it wasn't easy money, but it was quick money. Like it, it wasn't easy because when you hear people who have, who have listened to stories around that area, you can hear that it's a lot of work, it's very dangerous. There's, there's a lot of risk involved. But most of those people blow their money because they're gonna go through uh, a week of high risk. And if they're lucky, come out of that week with enough money to pay Archie. Uh, manager at a ZSC company for six months. Wow. What can I tell that person about hard work? Working, don't be lazy. Nothing. And then, to, to top it all off, and some of those people then branched out into, okay, let me let me let me be like a like a money change. Mm. Some people are out here making money as money changes. Like because this is the sort of environment that we've created in Zim. And so are we to blame that the bureaucracy changes are dead? It's the government who are calling us lazy. But now the opportunities that people are seeing is, I would rather put on my status to say looking for USD and, or looking for RTGS. And then when one night comes and says, you're up with RTGS, and I then look for, look for Mark, who maybe I think has USD, and like, yo, Mark, here's the USD. I get, like, and, and have you seen how many domain in Zim work? Most of the time, they, they end up with more money than both the, the, the yeah. two other people in the team. That is true. Like um, real estate in Zimbabwe. Munanga post up a face is an agent. Andrew post out here, there's this cabin in the avenues. The house is Onai's. Onai posted in a separate group. This guy saw the ad, took it, and then now posted. And Archie's going to see the ad. Yo, bruh, I really want that house. Yeah, you have to pay $50 so that you can go view. Uh, but if you don't like the place of Mukasa Wiriran, uh, well, what it's going to mean is that uh, I, I look for other places for you, but that, that amount is not refundable. I go there, I then link you up with Archie, you don't get the place, I'll give you other places, you don't get it. That's $50 that came easy. That's gone, yeah. So it, it came easy to him, that's gone from you easy as well. Like, I, I see what you... So, okay, so in the grand scheme of things, right, like you said, you can't 
Like you can't tell the hustler that you're not working hard, blah, blah, blah. But what message are we going to give to the owner and the Aji, the guys who are not the hustlers, right? Should we keep saying whatever you're doing, work hard, keep working hard, the opportunity will come? Because in my own professional experience, I've noticed that thankfully, like, yeah, we work hard. Sometimes it doesn't come when you, when you want it to, but then you know me, I'm a person who waits. Like I can, I can wait for a while. Right. And I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling them that whatever you are doing right now is creating dots. The dots will connect. Like they will connect at some point on something, you know, you and I have done so many projects together. We've gone into the app business. We've done music together. We have, if it wasn't for us doing music, I wouldn't have been doing a podcast. And if it wasn't for doing a podcast, I wouldn't have had something to talk about in my scholarship uh, thing. If it wasn't for the scholarship, I wouldn't have worked at the UN. If it wasn't for the UN, I wouldn't have gotten another gig. If it, like, hell, if it wasn't for music, I probably wouldn't have got the car, right? like, because of the dots connecting. So, are we still going to uh, like, work hard anyway? I feel, I feel like at the end of the day, maybe because it's, it's it's what I live by. Yeah. Work hard. If if other people were shortcuts and they work for them, cool. But I tend to work hard because I believe it will work out. Like, like thinking about what you just said. If it wasn't for the music that we started in 2010, or I guess 2005, if it wasn't for that music, we wouldn't have tried to go into the app business. Mm-hmm. Because our first attempt at an app was music related. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it wasn't because of that, we wouldn't have been exposed to some of, some of the things in the creative industry and how they are monetizable. Mm-hmm. Dare I say most of the things that are being monetized now, we attempted to monetize eight Way years ago. We, 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 were we were thinking Tidal before Tidal. That's a funny thing. Exactly. What did you think about? <laughs> we, we, we were too early or in the wrong market or, yeah. or whatever. But these are things we tried. If it wasn't for that experience with the app and sitting down and trying to improve the all of the app and all of those things, I don't think I would have been able to provide as much value in the jobs that I've done ever since. Like I would have, I would have been able to give the ultimate best that I'm contracted to do, but I've always been able to give a little more because I had sort of that background and experience and I would keep trying. So for me, yeah, work work hard has paid off. Sometimes it doesn't pay off at the, at the rate that I want. Sometimes yeah. you find yourself frustrated. And those, like like the, the, the national strategy development or whatever document that is saying that we are lazy. And you know, guys, so right. And are and working hard. Mm-hmm. Can it come and pick us and see if we're happy? And see if we're happy finally buying a car at 32. Because we're working hard. And and see if we if we are happy at 32 not having a stand. Mm. When some guy is gonna do some change money stuff and within six months have a house, mm-hmm. not even a stand. You've got a house, yeah. And mm. like what are they do? like like I understand they want like that culture of hard work to come through, but they have to make it rewarding. As a government, I, I feel like your position is always to create environments that make the right thing the right thing to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But but our, our government isn't good at that. Yeah, our, our environment doesn't feel like hard work, hard work pays. Mm. I remember when I went when I went for, for Pumula's wedding in, in, in SA, and I'd been avoiding going to SA forever because I was afraid for my life. But 
I remember as the bus drove uh, past Pretoria, looking out of the windows and seeing all these people my age driving brand new looking polos mm. and whatnot. When I got back, I was motivated. I think in half a year, that's when I bought the first Mini. But I mean, it was a second-hand Mini. And, mm-hmm. But this, this is an environment where a person will go in, even as an intern, work hard. You can see that, okay, if I work hard, this is where it's going to go. Even the businesses themselves have got room for expansion. So if everyone within a business works hard, the business naturally expands. The business expands. There's more opportunity for everyone and, and everyone grows. But right now, we're in, we're in environments where the, the economy isn't expanding. You're going to be in a business that no matter, even if everyone works 110%, as words their expansion in business. Mm. No, it's not urban enough. And like, no matter how hard we work right now, it's, it will not translate to some of the opportunities that need to happen. And I feel like those are opportunities that policymakers create. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you nailed that one. I just want to say, every time you're on the podcast and you talk about these life things, people get depressed. <laughs> people get... <laughs> you always remind people how bad Zimbabwe is doing. <laughs> but anyway... But you're that guy. We, we bring you on you to make us feel sad. But I think there's a story of hope in what Archie said. Um, work hard, guys. Let's connect the dots. And, and I think one day something will give in the general structure of the leadership. I don't know when, but something will give. Something will give. Um, yeah. I, I've seen for a significant number of my, of my good friends, people in my circles, I have seen things start to pay off between last year and into this year or the year before, mm-hmm. some of them are three years late, four years late, five years late, but uh, timing, I'm worried. God's, God's time. Like I've, I've learned to trust in God's time. I don't know if you, you, know, if you guys who, who believe God's timing is perfect. It might not feel good for you, but trust me, uh, God's timing is amazing. And whenever he will time, the girl who's going to put her feet on the dashboard can't wait. Oh gosh. I'll let y'all know. Back to the <laughs> All right, let's let's, uh-huh. let, let, let's I'm super excited about that. Let's let's go to um we're gonna jump into the feeling station. I don't even know, but we're just gonna jump into the feeling station because I wanna ask Archie about something that uh, us as men don't do much, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> really, really though. Really, really, really though. All right. Um, we were supposed to have a guest this week. We'll have them hopefully next week. I cannot. I'm super excited about this guest. If if y'all are nice, you should ask Archie to be on the next podcast. Or Jerry as well. Jerry was busy today. He was doing stock take. Stock take. Uh. <laughs> I love how you're saying that with, with, with the quotes. Like, yes. Yeah. Stock. stock take. I miss Jerry. Um, and Skittle. So I think Mark and I agreed to uh, a, 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 a food off, a cook off. So Mark and I are going to be doing a cook-off and Skittles said like she wants to be a judge. Food yeah, food wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Archie and I are going to go into... Mark and I are going to go into food wars. So that's pretty exciting. Mm. Uh, and you know the funny part? We're only learning how to cook to impress women. That's the funny thing. Like, I know both Mark and I only cook for the purposes of impressing women. So... No, no especially, especially the two of you. Especially the two. Why? Why though? I, I don't know. Those of us, guys, who are smart enough to understand that guys, girls don't care if you can cook or not. They so do. cook like shit. 
Mm. No, they don't. Girls care. Do you know we should put a poll somewhere? Do girls care if you can cook mm. or not? Yeah, we should probably. I, 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 I've got reason to believe that they care. Or maybe this is because they want to use us so that they don't have to cook all the time. I don't know. Listen, mm. but anyway, speaking of girls, uh, the feeling station today is a question. That's just both Archie and I are here. Is why is it men find it difficult to forgive or take back a girl who cheated on them? <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were gonna start first. No, I'm gonna <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, I think I think it's because men are mentally weak. Nah. Like, nah. Okay, keep going. Let's see your argument. <laughs> like men okay. are mentally weaker. And, yeah, yeah. Like like when it comes to these issues, because like you see a guy get cheated on and and like legit break down and cry. And I don't know if it's because men have been socialized to feel like, yeah, if you're the right type of guy, no girl's gonna break up with you or cheat on you or chi 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 chi. So whenever women cheat, men get so broken and so so crying. And like with 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 women, I think um, they are stronger because like I got I got a cheated. Oh, like like they're more likely to to be asked like questions that make it seem like yes it happened but it wasn't a big deal, and so they've been socialized in a and it's bad to to be more accepting of it. But isusu are we weak? Where we no like after like you can't even at that time start evaluating yourself to see what was wrong, what was I doing wrong? Was I paying attention to her? Was I was I was I still telling I love her as much? All you are now just seeing is red, 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 red. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't believe she did that. I, I, I want you to, to hear this thought out. So I just Googled men not forgiving cheating. This It's a random article from pulse.ng from Nigeria. Why is it difficult for men to forgive women who, from when to forgive when women cheat by a person called mm. Ayola Adetayo. I think Ayola Adetayo. There's a, there's a part that says, um, no, no. So he quotes a person called Amaka Nicholas in a column that's called Amaka's Diary, which was published in the Sun on March, 2018. It's been going on for a while. They say men react ne- <clears throat> men react negatively to their wives' infidelity because the sexual component of the affair is very important. Just the image of another man thrusting his woman in a favorite <laughs> position and, and she moaning in ecstasy drives him nuts. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, is 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 <laughs> is the issue? Okay, go. But can you see that last sentence? Leads to mentally weak, drives him nuts. Just <laughs> you know what? I don't know if the problem with the reason why men find it difficult to forgive women who cheat is because mentally, the idea that another woman would like another dude more than I can means I'm so, like I think we we feel so much weaker, and I think because we attach so much of the um, 
it's almost like we attach so much ownership. Like it's such a big ego thing. And I don't know if it's a bad thing though. Like, I don't know if it's a bad thing. Does it go back to the very fact that we objectify women as good? So therefore, if another person goes there territorially, I don't know if it's just an innate thing because you will never see female animals fighting for territory, but male animals will, right? Like, is, is, it, is it just in, in, in our animalic DNA that, you know what? And Don't touch my stuff. But then for women, it's not the same where they're socially made to think so because I know a lot of women be like, nah, the thought like that, it, it, it kills us too. But, you know, I don't know. But I think, I, that, I, I think that we find it hard to forgive. I really, no, to me, why I'd find it hard to forgive. I don't even know if I would find it hard to forgive. But I think if I'm going to be very honest. You know you would, but you don't want to say. No, no, no. I'm actually going to say this. I think that betrayal sucks. Like, it's not the fact that I don't think you won't be, like, you won't stop cheating. Because I've cheated before, and ever since I cheated then, I've never done it again. It's like, I felt so bad about it. And the girl took me back, like, we did it much later. Like, you know, and I think she forgave me for it. Right? And I don't know if she'd ever take me, but this is the thing. For me, I just think, like, how could you do it? And here's the thing, right? And maybe it's because of the reason why I cheated. I didn't cheat because of anything bad that she did. I cheated because I was immature and young and stupid, right? And, and I think most guys cheat because, like, if those one-time cheats, it's because there was, you did not build up your defenses for meeting a situation where a woman would offer you certain things. You, you didn't know that it's actually possible. That girl would just come and she's just DTF. Because that was what happened in my situation. And I hadn't kind of built up that antivirus for that. But after that, I realized, no, 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 no. These things can happen. Like, it can fall into your lap and it just happens. But I don't know if it's the same for women because I don't know, for some strange reason, it doesn't feel like women, like... I don't know if it's because they constantly bombard with the dudes who want to smash anyway. So therefore, they've already built up this wall. And that's, guys, it's not the same thing unless you get a, get a chance where this girl just wants to do something with you, right? So therefore, when we cheat, I almost want to forgive guys cheating. It's bad. But when you cheat, it's really because, like, I don't even see it coming, except for dudes who, like, go into a whole relationship. Now you're just, you're just trash, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I know what I'm saying is... is is mad mansplaining, mad not taking accountability. So, like, I also know that. But I'm just saying, to me, I just kind of hold women to a higher stand. Like, women are better than us, bro. Like, and I don't, I'm not happy about it. But they just better than us. So when they cheat, it feels like she intended to do it. She cheated. She she didn't care. Like, ugh. And it just hurts. It just hurts more. So maybe we are weaker. Oh, no. Maybe we're not weaker. They are just stronger. We're not weak. Mm. They are just strong. I think we are weak. I think we are weak. I, I think girls, girls are gonna may hear this and then think we're, we're trying to explain why why men don't forgive cheating that they do. We're not we're, we're not trying to justify it. No, we're no, actually no. trying to give you we're, we're trying to give you the reasons. Yeah. And even if they are messed up, these are the actual reasons. <laughs> these are the reasons. <laughs> Whether we are wrong, and, and we could be wrong about it, we we need to unlearn. But that's it. We we're territorial. We are primal like that. Like I think, like it's like at the end of the day, and um, I think one thing is men are like 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 you know how 
men, I think males are alphas, like in general. Mm. So in the animal kingdom, males will largely be an alpha of an environment. That's why mm. they fight for territory. Because mm. Ndimo Mahari alpha. Mm. And when they lose alpha for the territory, what do they do? Leave. They leave. And mm. yeah, leave. Disgraced. You are nothing. So now, because you know, one, we're not we're not uh, animals. Um, that territory for, for, for most men becomes their relationship. That's where they are an alpha. And when that cheating happens, the feeling is you are no longer the alpha. Like, Someone else, you, you for a second thought there was a guy who was better than me and it sucked. And, 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 and it, could be, it could be for a second, it could be more than a second, but it, it, actually, it actually happened. And that person is is now just just so much better than you. Mm. It is. It, but it, alpha. like this yeah, now. Because because yeah, I'm thinking. Because because I'll be thinking. I, I, I'm like, uh, sorry. Do, sorry. Do you remember the high, the, the Highlander. Yes. Duncan McLeod. There Duncan, can be only one. There can only yeah, be. Like, yeah. What? When somebody don't smash that, and I'll see you where I meet them there. Oh, you're not the Highlander no more. Yeah, and do you, and and the sucky part about it is you you kind of feel like if this guy could do something that could take you away from me, that means I'm not good enough. And that means he can do it again. That's how it feels. And I don't know if women think about that when they're cheated on, which is most times, and how it is that it doesn't get to them like that. Or they just... And I'm not saying I, I'm happy that's the situation, right? And some women will say that men don't forgive cheating because they know their value. Like, if you cheat on me, I probably go on. Like, I'm not going to be forgiving. And then some women who accept guys who've cheated before it implies they don't know their value, which I think is wrong. And here's the funny part. Now, speaking from a person from a believer's perspective, like a, a Christian perspective, mm. we as dudes are supposed to be able to forgive women. Like, if you're going to be like the husband, they're supposed to be forgiving. They're supposed to be like, as Christ was the church, and Christ, and you know, the church has been a prostitute, right? Christ forgive yeah. y'all, right? So we are supposed to be like that. I'm thinking, man, y'all are crying about submission in the Bible? We're supposed to forgive y'all if y'all do, if y'all do us dirty. Like, so in my head, I'm thinking, it's a stand where it's like we're actually supposed to be that strong, that strong to take back girls who cheat. We're supposed to be like that. Ooh. I dare say, if your girl cheats today, would you take her back? Do you know what? I actually think you would. In my head, I, I, think, I, think, I think you would. I think I would. And I also think I wouldn't tell a soul about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's a thing though? Like as dudes, when you get cheated on, if you're gonna take the chick back, don't tell anyone because maybe the 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 idea of people knowing is the problem. I I think it actually should be like that. No, not should be. I can't can't start saying what things should be in people's relationships, mm. but it's the it's the only way to preserve um, the relationship. I feel like if you have issues. Once you take them out to other people, you should be on your way out. Because what's going to happen is you're going to come and tell me, Archie, but the girl cheated, man. Fuck that shit. Bah. And then you're going to forgive her, but I won't. Mm. Yeah. And nothing she does beyond that is going to be enough. And this is from a friend's perspective. 
So can you imagine what sort of advice I'll start giving you regarding your relationship from that point onwards? I'll never have good advice. I'll never have advice that's like, yeah, man, I think she's probably just, you know, that time of the month, you know, take it to heart, you know, get her some chocolate. And I'll like, mm-hmm, she done gone to the ending again. And so, so, so are we saying that we should protect cheating girlfriends? Like, because we know how society is going to be hard on girls more than guys for cheating. This is going to be the name That'll of the podcast. A- <laughs> <laughs> Because in, in my head, I'm beginning to think, wow, like the next level of being a guy is if you're cheated on, because you know how society is going to look at the girl, right? If you're going to take her back, don't tell us all because you need to protect her. Because, you know, society is going to be hard on girls for cheating anyway. They're going to call her lots of things that they won't call you. So if you're the guy who loves her, geez, girls are going to love hearing this. Oh my gosh, she's going to protect me from cheating. Oh my gosh. Like... Oh my God, I got my license. <laughs> a license to cheat. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. If you love your girl and you know you're going to take her back, you better not tell anyone that she's cheated because you love her. Like, I, I mean, um, yeah, it, it has to be that way. But I can imagine, like, in the heart, Baba, in the heart, Baba, when... When you then think, oh, so you were screaming this dude's name and you was, I guess. Mm. And, and, that's the, and that's the thing. It's almost as if the problem with the thought that she cheated is on the physical. What about when she cheats emotionally? Do, is the pain still the same? I, I think for guys it is, but I think historically guys forgive that easier. Like, like have you ever had emotional cheating? Have, have you ever seen with guys? There's, there's that video that once became a meme. I think it was from Generations of Mufang. Yeah. Where the dude is like, Generations. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember she was like, two, and she said, point. <laughs> and he lost his He lost his mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think for men, I think most likely, like if, if someone comes and says, Yeah, so I cheated on you, that, that's what they're likely to ask. So, so, so did, did you sleep with them? Did you sleep with them? Yeah, okay. How many times? And 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 because I think one of whom is a good live with or alpha or kind. I think it, it, this is almost also correlated to why some guys want to know a woman's body count because they did, yeah, yeah. Because because they want to know how many alpha lines they're getting compared to. Mm. Like, 15! Then I'm like number 14 or 15 in that list in terms of, like, ability. Size, ability. Time. Like, you know and, what I mean? I would really like a girl to, to, to tell us, like, a, a girl who has cheated before sexually, if it's that deep. Like, it's like, is it that... It, should we be taking it as... It's really not that deep. Like, I actually didn't like it. Like, I want, I, I want, at least I want to believe that. Like, nah, it wasn't worth it because it was fresh. You better. Like, I want to hear that if she cheats. Do you, you know what? I think we should tell the girls right now. That's exactly what they should say if they want to be taken back. Yes. Tell her, like, it, it, was, was, it, was, it was trash. You're the best. Yeah, like, it, was, it was trash. I don't even, I don't even know why I did it. And, like, and at, the end the, okay. at the end of the day, it wasn't worth it. Here's the question. Um, would you then ask her, like, okay, so when you cheated on him that day, did you come to me on the same day, like, after you got hit from him, and then you kissed me? You nasty, nasty woman. Mm. 
Hey, I, I think those questions you ask if you're ready to hear the answers. Ooh. Because like I, I feel like um if something like this happened to me, I would I would not want to like this this is where we're different from women. I think women will ask a lot more graphic questions. Uh, but as a guy, if, if if you're a girl and you cheat on a guy and he finds out, you let him know. If you see him not asking for too much detail, there's a high likelihood that he wants to actually forgive you because he doesn't want. In a, like you know, how women always say we are visual. Women are visual teachers. Mm. I don't need enough information to start visualizing. That is true. to an extent. No, I, I shouldn't even like. Don't even show me a picture of the dude. I even I don't see him. I, don't, I I will never forget the day. It's funny he said, I will never forget the day when I bugged out at the ex for seeing just a stray picture of the, the, the ex's ex still in their phone. I bugged out. Like, just like I knew this person existed, right? And then I said, ah! like, and I'm trying to think, why were you bugging out so much? And, and I realized the reason I bugged out is the understanding that there was an alpha in that person's life who might have been better than me. Who, uh, with this, who my person was happy with. And maybe the happiness is a happiness that I will never give them. And they may sometimes think of that happiness like, ha, I used to be happy. Ha, like, you know, I, it's an ego I thing. Worth, oh, sorry. I think it's worse if you look at that person and they look like they could be your alpha. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You look at the person, you're like, yeah, he's cool. He's dope. Yeah. He, he actually, yeah, yeah, because I, 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 I do remember seeing the picture of, of the ex. He, he looked like a cool dude, though. Like, there was a bit like, like, because I think it was like a picture of they gone somewhere and I'm like, wow, great dating ideas, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like this, this, this dude is fine. But there's, there's, there's something you spoke about uh, earlier on when you're talking about uh, the last time you cheated and how. You didn't have the antivirus yet. HMR systems like to like no 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 this this scenario that boundaries you create boundaries like you need to create space and boundaries like you have to be intentional. I wasn't intentional about it at that time. Mm. Exactly. Like for me, I will tell you, it has gotten to the point where I don't give lists. Hey, bro. To you shouldn't. I do, like, like I do not. Except if it's if it's like work, we're coming from a work item and we're going back to the office or coming from the office to a work meeting elsewhere. Yes. Then like, but outside of, outside of that, like whether it's, it's my neighbors, people who, who, who are split by a wall with me, if I am leaving and they're going to town and I'm going to town, so that, so that you don't have to pick them up. Do you know what? Exactly. Girls don't understand that for me to be faithful to you, girlfriend, wife, I have to be mean to other women. Like, this is how it is. Because we need, like, I've noticed that being kind to women sometimes sends the wrong signal. Just being kind, Mina, being kind. Like, women just take kindness as if I want, like, I ain't trying to get nothing from you. I'm just being nice. And and ah, now I'm right. beginning to think like one of the boundaries I'm creating is like, yeah, like you're right. Like if I get a girlfriend, like men and y'all ain't going to be my friends no more. I ain't even going to lie. I'm going to cut off all these text messages when I'm asking you about your feelings. And I ain't even going to be asking y'all all that no more. And I am proud to say it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> like, like, you know how people always give like men advice. You're putting 
don't let anyone do anything for your for your woman. For your woman, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like it's the exact same thing. You shouldn't do anything for for for, 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 for a woman. For another no, woman who's don't, not don't give nobody knowledge because I'm like, look, I, I know I'm not like a huge, huge believer like in these things, but I'm dark. Streets are dark. Like mm. women, I think I should tell you that every day, but it's the uh, like uh, okay, when I pass through this road every day, if I am on my route to work on that at this time, I will almost see him every time. One day, he since he knows me, maybe or slightly from another circle, or maybe one day he's gonna feel sorry for me and give me a ride. But you'll be thinking you just gave a random a ride. This person's been eyeing you for a while, they got some secure shit in their bag, hey. they're pointing at joy. Now you're chasing after them for the rest of your life. No, do not even give these things opportunities. <clears throat> and also make sure that no guy does anything for you, for your woman. I know, like when I was younger, there was something that I used to say. And I will apologize in advance for this because it will obviously piss off a lot of women. But is it possible for me to come to the podcast and not piss off women? Impossible. No, no it's not actually if it so. doesn't piss off women. Yeah. And when I was younger, like um, early 20s, my belief was that women don't know, don't have too many ways that they can say thank you to guys. Mm. They've got a very limited number of ways to say thank you. So the minute there's dudes doing things for your woman, that person is going to get one of them thank yous that you get. Mm. I see where you're going with it. I don't know if I agree with you, but I see your logic. And I know there's a certain section of women who will be saying the problem is that men have got that expectation of that thanks and we end up giving in because patriarchy and da-da-da-da-da. And it's sad because we didn't want to say, we're blaming you women for giving in. Or blaming women, blaming for for creating us. But at the end of the day, all is that we are going to thank whether it's coerced. Sadly, it's by force. But sadly, you're thanking someone, and it is not in the best circumstances. It is not in the best interest of anyone, you or your boyfriend. But what's the solution, therefore, to make sure that you are the you take up the male role of being provider, of being brother, of being father, and doing everything? Basically, is what we're saying, yeah. You you must kind of like now now I still understand those niggas where uh, Chick uses his mechanic uh, like if something's broken at a flat right he'll drive there tonight and go and fix it. it he's not like, gonna have us the plumber we don't we don't have the plumber <laughs> we don't have the guy who's good with pipes <laughs> I think we need we also need to explain to women that this is <coughs> potentially why um this is potentially why men try to fix a lot of the things around the house hey why are you trying to fix the plumber actually you're no plumber you're not good at that shit no 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 i'm not about let no other man come into our house and show you that he can fix shit up in here yeah i feel like that's all of it so i just need to get to power okay no i mean we're just about to wrap up i think we've done more than 30 minutes as usual but it's been great. Uh, we've come up with a title. And now, us guys, you know, even if you cannot fix a pipe, go fix it because the thought of another man fixing a pipe in your house. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, it's not going to work. 
Anyway, guys, um, it's been great. Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Actually, a shout out to you for jumping onto the show. I might ask you to come through again next week. I know, I know, I know. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Where can people find? No, is so. Uh, do we have a, like a, a final conclusion at the end of the day? Women understand why men forgive, find it difficult to 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 forgive cheating. But if we are going to forgive cheating as men, don't tell the world about your woman's business because it's gonna be so much difficult for you to even deal with it. Exactly. Yeah, I guess. Ah, as men have got them to Yo. If she cheats, you can't, you can't, you can't even rant about her cheating because it's full backfire if you still love her. I know, man. Exactly. Sorry, I know, I know we're drowned off, but mm-hmm. there was once this really weird story that went around on social media where this guy's wife cheated on him with, I think it was a friend, but you know, like that friend who's got a little bit more money. Mm. Like, like, you know, how sometimes you, you, your man, where another guy, mm. like, yeah, so she slept with that nigga. Mm. And for money, or something could have been just like that. I know. Mm. And this dude has the guts to then send the husband a voice note, like telling him not to throw his marriage away. Yo. This is the wife. Like, and, no. and they just start giving him advice, bro. Like, uh, you should treat your wife. The, think about the kids, bro. Like you know, you know women. You know women are weak, bruh. Like as but think about, bruh. So I just started getting the eye, bro. Okay, <laughs> I see you. Yeah, I see you um, getting the eye. <laughs> hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, if if a dude who my girlfriend cheated with started giving me tips on how to be a better man, hi. We're not getting back together, that girl. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because you chose the wrong guy to cheat with. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is just me. Like, I, I can't. Mm. I can't do that. I can't do that. For him to have the guts to come. Ah, no. I'm sorry. I can't. Nope. Ah, no. My, 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 my poor little heart cannot take that. Nope. It can't. Nope. Do you know what I would love to to hear on the podcast? Maybe mm. in the next few weeks. Mm. I'd love to hear what 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 what, what first what women say about in response to all this. We. We we, we 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 may not have been right. This could have just been what we think, mm. but this is what we think. Even though it's not right, it's most likely why. Yes. So so forgive us and let us know and teach us to 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 teach us your ways, women, of how you forgive. Let us be as strong as you. And, <laughs> yeah. and and then also, I would like to then hear like from them, like why they forgive. It's not a bad thing. Mm. Just on, maybe if we like as men also start having that understanding. Maybe that's what men need before they start understanding why they should also start doing it, why we should also start doing it as men. Shout out to you. Where can people find you, Archie, and your wise wisdom? Archie Moyo on all social media platforms. There we go. My name is Onai online on Twitter and Instagram and Negus Onai Choniwa on Facebook and LinkedIn. <laughs> um, it's Nai Pod everywhere now. So Nai Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And we will be better at it. But shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for listening. It's been great. Bye. And now. And now. Capital 263.